this time on Space Days. We are doing something a little different. We appreciate all of you who have traveled with us so far on this amazingly fun journey. And we understand with the thousands of amazing podcasts out there and only 24 hours in the day, it can be a little daunting. We wanted to do a little recap episode of episodes 1 through 19. We do highly recommend going back and listening if you have a chance because we have amazing music by our own Zach Shepard and you really can't fit all the craziness into a recap episode. So I am handing the episode over to the stars of the podcast, Kaz, Avon, and Dragon, and we will see how much they remember. As I like look at my nose. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to start with episode one? Do you guys want us to introduce characters? I can just run through character introductions by myself if you need me to. No, I want you all to introduce your own What? Dingus dang it. Okay, we go with Cass because they started the introductions in the beginning. What? Oh, Lord. Okay, um, I'm Cass. I think you said the same thing in episode one, too. I get so nervous being the first person out of the gate, but, you know, that's how you're a winner. Uh, yeah, so my name's Cass, and shut the fuck up, DB. I've said nothing, you ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I play Botches, the tiefling, gunslinger, pirate, captain, sexy, and devilish, and... Running from the law all the time. It's lots of things. Dragon, go. Uh uh-uh. uh. It's not my turn. It's Avon's. She was next. It's my that turn. Yeah. <laughs> next. yeah. Uh. So I play. Or I'm Day. I'm Avon. I play Daythorn. Uh. I'm your um, genius Bryce Sanctum scientist. Woo. Woo. Friendship. That's cool all I got. Beans. Moving on. Okay. What, 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 what class? What class is no, she? Uh, she is a wizard. I don't. There I don't go. remember what school. Uh, wait, school of invention. Uh, because oh. that sounded like fun. It is a. <laughs> it's being play tested currently. Uh, so, I could lose all that information at some point soon. I don't know. But if you're interested in that class, I, I play Daythorn as it. Fun fact. I don't think so we've cool. ever announced that to anybody. <laughs> it was kind of a secret-ish, uh, in... right? Like, mm-hmm. no. Okay. Episode four, I talked about it. Oh, shit. You talked about the tech, really? Well, I don't have to recap that episode, so I didn't have to remember <laughs> that. <laughs> I'm Dragon. I play Princess Nora. Um, I uh, She is a runaway princess. Warlock, tiefling, badass hottie. <laughs> and then we'll just oh. scoot right into episode one. Seamless Tr- uh, transition, hooray! Uh, so we meet the three, four, actually technically four heroes, because Sito is there as well, and we love him, and he's adorable, and if any- anything ever happens to him, there will be a rebellion. Looking at you. There'd be a lot of blood. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We're looking at you, Lance. <laughs> mainly 
Mainly mine, but that yeah, continue. If you want it, I will just poof into your house and be like, what did you do? <laughs> um, the first F-bomb was dropped in this episode, which is great by me. Uh, the crew had been together for three weeks and we had just dropped off a package and got uh, 150 gold. And we intercepted a call from somebody to Gaby Baby that they were going to go find Lost Tech. So instead, we were like, nah, we got to go find that Lost Tech. And we head on over to the ice planet Avalon. And we truck through the snow and it's really cold and this is where we all find out that I roll terrible. Um, uh, Daythord killed a worm and then while we were trying to figure out how to get down or get into another place, uh, Daythord hit a button and we all fell into a hole. End of episode one. That's so fast. I was gonna say Daythorn also burned Nora in that episode. Well, <laughs> yeah. we don't need to keep bringing that up. <laughs> and and Nora Nora tried to intimidate the ice. Don't forget about uh, that. No, that wasn't no. Nope, because this oh, was the yeah. episode where she like was like, "Oh, this is really weird. Oh, I can yeah. raise the top. Graze the top. You're thinking that's, of the lost audio. That's right." That is, that is correct. I was thinking of the lost audio where you tried to seduce or <laughs> intimidate I have never tried to seduce anybody. <laughs> oh, wrong. Yeah, that's wrong. <laughs> wrong. I don't know what you're talking about. Nora is the epitome of... Well, I can't even say it, so I'm probably wrong. <laughs> Chastity, there we go. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, is this where I came up with the put me on a postcard line, episode one? Oh, yes, remember. it was. I think it was, yeah. Because you were fighting the ice worm. <laughs> yeah. Lance, I don't know if the alcohol just hit really hard or if I'm, like, just dumb, which both are equally likely. Did you mention that we rolled for these episodes? I did not. Yeah, so that's why I'm, because I have episode two and three. So what we did is we rolled a d20. We took turns rolling to figure out which episodes we were going to have to remember and review. You're welcome. And yeah, so it's kind of random and hops all over, but we all have about the same amount of episodes. So that was kind of fun, kind of stressful. (laughs) Really (laughs) stressful. Yeah, they complained they didn't roll their dice enough, so... This is, I don't know who complained about this. This is what I wanted. No, I just well, I haven't been punching enough things in the face with bullets. You don't punch things in the face now. That's the point. I want to punch more things with bullets. Except I said that, and then Lance <laughs> threw me off a cliff in episode four, fourteen. Twelve. Yes. No. I don't know. Uh, yes. I don't know. No, fourteen. Fourteen. Fuck 14. yeah. Fourteen. It was the episode. One of the episodes I reviewed. This is gonna be all out of whack. We need to get in sync, no. guys. All right, episode, episode two. Episode two. Go. Cast. That was me, the magic Dorito. So, uh, episode two. As we're exploring Avalon and we fall into the big, cold, watery pit 
we find out just how terrible we are at puzzles. Because we get dropped into this cavern and there's all these little panels uh, placed throughout the chamber and we're really bad at teamwork too. But we end up figuring it out. Or Lance took pity on us, I don't know, probably the latter. And we obtained a little triangular chip made out of some sort of like alloy or metal or some mysterious material. Um, maybe Lost One's tech, since that's our whole dealio. Uh, Daythorn actually gets a vision when she touches the chip of an elf in these stunning white robes. Uh, in this vision, he inserts the chip into the panel that we got the chip from. And then suddenly there's this big boom explosion behind him and he spins around to investigate and that's where the vision cuts off. We didn't hear about this. This was just, uh, we had to take off our headphones nope. for this part. Yeah. But, so this was yep. only between- and Nathan didn't tell anybody in character yeah. about what it was either. So we had to wait till the episode released <laughs> to hear about this crazy vision. And sexy elf. Um, so we obtain the chip and we figure this is what we kind of came to look for that Gaby Baby was after first. So we go back up towards the surface, uh, get in contact with Sito, and he does confirm that this is what, like, the little signal is coming from and this is what we were here for. So we're like, yes, okay, we're gonna run. We're gonna get out of here. We're gonna loot and scoot. And... Sito flies down to meet us as we're exiting the tunnel and nearly runs us over. I <laughs> save Nora. I save her. It was really sweet. I shield her with my body. <laughs> <laughs> so, kind of. Before you move on to episode three or anything, I'm going I'm to make you. a complaint about <laughs> this whole oh, we didn't do well with the fucking puzzle. Listen, I did pretty fucking well. Okay, she swam everywhere. Well, I was like, swimming all over the fucking place. Do you want okay, us so to do something, Nora? And you're like, nope, I got this. Swims to every single fucking pedestal. <laughs> and I did really well, did I not? Did, did I not? Did she, Lance? She actually did do really well on her rolls, considering the episode <sighs> before she was rolling all natural ones. Uh... Little spoiler on that episode, you guys actually figured out the puzzle in a way that was not meant to be figured out. Ha ha! The order of the, uh, the stones that you were supposed to push was far more complicated than what you did, but you guys managed to find the simpler version, which I was super proud and completely thrown off by. Hey... You're welcome, Cass. All this and brains, hey. too. Good job. Put that princess on a postcard. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Cass, episode three. Oh, man, I'm not done yet. Um, oh, fine, never mind. I'm not done with episode two. Well, we're trying to leave, because this is still an episode two. It kind of all go goes hand in hand with three, but we're... Like leaving the atmosphere, and Commander Gabriel shows up and is like, Hey, bruh, you gotta hand over your illegal AI and your, your illegal tech, and you gotta turn yourself into the government, bruh. 
And we're like, no, uh, fam, that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> and that's I it. Then the episode ends. He's only had like so a shot and a half. That Gabriel has turned into a. He, he does not. He does not. He does not Jesus. sound like that. This is this is DM Lance. Uh, it is confirmed that Gabriel does not sound like this that. This is how and... in my fantasies. Bruh, bruh, bring me a brewski, man, dude. Did bruh. you see that? Sounds shit? like oh, a frat bro. So also, I, I think this happens in episode two as well. But it's when Nora drops. It's either two or three. Whatever. They're both. They're both mine. Uh, Nora drops mask of many faces as a distraction and is like. Bitch, hi, and Gabriel's like, "Whoa, what the fuck, bro? I know you," and so that helped uh, <laughs> distract him. What the fuck, bro? I know you. You also missed the fact that Nora was naked for part of this. <laughs> oh yeah, we all were super happy to get out of the ice planet because we're a fire ganasi and two fucking tieflings. So we like stripped. We got into the into the ship and we just like <laughs> disrobed like the. Anastasia thing. Like, we just wah! <laughs> so. <laughs> oh my god. Episode 3 Gabriel and the J Squad. Oh no. <laughs> it's because I named them. <laughs> yeah, I know. Gabriel sent out his J Squad to kick our butts, and it's looking like a fight. Nora shot first, but Gaby Baby was ready to fucking go. Cause he sent out, see I actually wrote down the names, Joe, Jimmy, John, and Jeffrey from the J-Squad. Four little fighter pilots that uh, <laughs> were sent out to teach us a lesson. Uh, I really like, it's basically all fighting, but I really liked this episode because there's a little bit of delving into ship mechanics. We get more into the, like, homebrew cells and, like, power sources and the ships and the guns later on. Um, but you do get a li- get to experience a little yeah. bit of it. Um, Nora has a regular gunner chair. We all made boo-boos. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Nora gets a regular gunner chair and uh, Daythorn gets a magic gunner chair, which is really cool. He, like, fries people. It's cool. Yeah. My gunner chair is a throne, but okay, we'll go with normal gunner chair. Alright, the bedazzled (laughs) princess... Bedazzled? That's cheap, This chair was fucking expensive. Alright, alright. How did you get that chair? She sold her wedding jewelry. (laughs) And then just, she did it herself, too, I'm sure. She, like, she took out the previous chair and put in this, like, fancy-as-fuck, like, throne thing. I don't know. It's wild. Is it in there, right? Probably not. It doesn't have several bolts down to it? Yes. (laughs) Maybe more than it needs. Uh. (laughs) Uh. Oh, boy. Okay, uh, yeah, the, we fought the J-Squad, and we basically annihilated them. Um, so yeah, now we have this ongoing joke that if you end up listening to all these episodes, and probably ones in the future for sure, we have this joke where, like, the J-Squad's fucking gone. Rip. Like, peace out, Joe, 
Jimmy, John, and Jeffrey. Yes, I got it right. And if we have a TPK, we're going to come back as the K-Squad on the opposite team. And that's going to be our lives. <laughs> is we're just going to play as the K-Squad because they're going through the alphabet. It's probably not the best uh, military strategy to organize your troops via the alphabet. But hey, you know, there's some grand scheme here. I don't know. They're they're ex they're expendable. Uh, but we managed to get out. We managed to basically, basically, we we do get through the wormhole, and we just had to stall for time until we could escape. But Gabriel ends us hitting against Gabriel ends up hitting us in the ass. <laughs> Sorry. I'm listening to your father. Gabriel ends up hitting <laughs> us in the ass on our way out of the wormhole. And we take quite a bit of damage on the ship. And there's fire in the cargo bay. We're going to need some repairs later. Seto uh, ends up getting dislodged from his station and goes flying. And he gets hurt a bit. And that's not good, because that's our boy. Um... Yeah, but we escape at the end of that episode. And that's it. Alright. <laughs> Alright. Uh, so then comes episode four, which is actually male tampering and meat sticks, where we do our Valentine's Day episode. Which we where we go back to the first mission. <laughs> I what? hate that episode! <laughs> yeah, I hate that episode! <laughs> I think it's the greatest. It's a good episode! Oh, continue. Okay. <laughs> I need an answer. Uh, so, it's the it's the first mission the crew ever did together. So, like after the first week, uh, <laughs> we visit the planet Tadora in the Loras system, uh, which is a really interesting planet where they kind of like party all the time. However, this time we visit, it's a fucking special holiday. And guess what special holiday it is? It's fucking Valentine's Day. <laughs> salt during this episode is great. No, it's real. <laughs> well, at this point, all our characters are fairly single. <laughs> and we're just, like, not into it. <laughs> um, so Nora really wants to open the package we have to deliver from whatever guy we got it from. Uh, but Botches draws a line at male tampering. We could do, like, murder or arson or whatever, but male tampering? Fuck no. <laughs> That's not our thing. <laughs> um, but we find out that this planet kind of worships the god Minos, which god of happiness, peace, love, <laughs> sex, <laughs> question, love, sex. peace. Um, oh, gross. <laughs> um, so when we get there, it's so like... Oh, yeah. He, you called him the wrong name every single time. You guys basically. still call him the wrong name every single time. What are you talking about? I call him the right name. Okay, uh, let me rephrase that. Uh, Nora, you call him the wrong name every single time. She's just latched onto Minnesota. Um, He's a dick. Yeah. Um, so when we get to port, it's super quiet, there's no party going on, and we run into the meat stick man, which is Nora's first love. <laughs> He's not her first love! 
Penny won't well, be the first lost. character she actually kind of like romances in the show. That's true. Um, she information. She had to work her goods. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then after the meat stick man, we meet Chet, which is a very awkward guard, and he takes us to the busy Swan Inn, where we meet the girl where we're supposed to deliver the package, and then we find out shit's going on in town, uh, and everything's losing its color, and we're just like, oh god. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and his thought is maybe like superstitions, or, or the god is mad, or just awful things are happening in town, and... Then a bar fight breaks out after uh, Tara shows us the backyard of all the flowers kind of like losing color. Uh, Nora and Botches both go in. Daythorn stays out. And they solve a ball bar fight puzzle while Daythorn like pops back in and says, I'm piecing out, and then runs off to the light <laughs> that she saw. Wait, wait, wait. And then wait, the other wait. two are just like, oh god, she's fast. A bar fight uh, yeah. puzzle? Wait. Help me remember this yeah. episode. The two stopped a um, bar fight. Literally got in the middle of you it. You stopped a bar sure fight. These yeah. assholes didn't do it. Hurt themselves. A literal bar fight puzzle. Yeah. Okay. And then the the yeah, uh, patrons that were in the bar fight, one of them fell unconscious with complete lack of color, and the other one was starting to lose color. Which I oh, think yeah. Nora then like punched them unconscious. That's not normal. <laughs> or something. Yeah, because I was trying to they make sure that both they didn't stay, like, they were kept having color. Yeah, so you- and That seemed to have worked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Nora punched them unconscious, and then you guys tied them up in the bar. Yeah, so they wouldn't cause trouble. Punching either. solves everything. <laughs> yep. Does it not? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um... Anyway, they all run up to a temple, um, and they kind of pay their respects, because they didn't know what they were getting into. And then uh, Chet comes in behind us, like, super pissed. Or wait, sorry. I skipped ahead too far. Uh, so we go in, and we fight danger pets. <laughs> we didn't get to keep any of those snapdragons. Oh, so sad. <clears throat> and then Chet comes in and uh, attacks us. He's like, oh, that's not cool. And then we're like, oh, shit. He's the, he looks like the god Minos because we saw the statue in the middle of the town and he looks like that. No shit. And then we go to fight and there's so much anger and so much fight and so much fire. All, so the <laughs> All, All the salt. All the salt in the sea. Um, and then Tara comes in and she's like, oh, no. And then somehow she loses her color and because I didn't pay attention nor care to that part. <laughs> and then we fight the plant and they kill it. And then they're both out cold. And then we find out they're fine. And... Um... Let's see. Uh, Daythorn gets a really cool seed plant as a reward. Botches gets really... Oh, and uh... Botches gets some money... I should have wrote how much so we could add that to our I think total. I already did. I added it to Oh, mine. wait, it was the 150. Yeah. I got some cool arrows, too. It was the 150 too. we got in the end, right? Yeah, you got a cool protection yeah. arrow. And then Sito. Uh, we managed to lose Sito. Um, briefly. The next day. Yeah, briefly. But he comes back with presents for everyone. He's like, oh, I got a whiskey for botches and a book for Daythorn and a... The silky purple robe for Nora, and we all cried. It was great. And that's what she and wears. We all, like, double yeah, around the ship. Left this planet. 
<laughs> so, so you yep. did forget some very important key facts in that episode there, Avon. No, I didn't. Yeah, no, yeah, I didn't. yeah, you did. <laughs> That's everything oh, important. Yeah, you, did. <laughs> you, you forgot to mention that Minos and Terra were engaged. That wasn't important. <laughs> <laughs> also, Nora's going back. This was the episode that you actually got to see Daythorn get angry and kind of lose herself a bit because uh, Minos. Minos was a jerk. Ma- Minos. And took away her color. Minos was a jerk that took away her color. And so Daythorn raged. So. This yep. was also the episode that we found out that Nora's uh, arranged marriage that she didn't love the guy and like she hadn't really even met him but apparently oh yeah, oh, yeah. Minos calls her. everyone else on their bullshit yeah yeah but he loves her somehow weird yeah weird cause he doesn't even know Gross her and weird yep alright episode 5 oh yeah it's back to me after everything. Episode 5. Broken ships and bad decisions. So, we had our little Valentine's interlude. Which was really fun. And that was our first mission we ever went on. And now, we've been together for so long. And we become BFFs. And we escaped from Gabriel... And things aren't looking super good. Um, so we set down on the nearest port of the closest planet that we can get some like ship repairs on and maybe get Sito looked at, which is Croth. And that's the kind of black market planet of the area that we jumped to. We start assessing the damage. Uh, Sito had a nasty fall during the fight. Nora uh, misfired her ship gun, and the ship in general is pretty fucked up. So we uh, we get out and we ask around a little bit, and we find out that the so-called one-stop chop shop is probably our best bet. Nora goes off alone. She nearly gets mugged. Uh, Daythorn and I head out to find the chop shop. And we meet a very nice dragonborn lady who gives us directions, and she's really cute, and she's selling scarves. And we kind of hang out and make her feel a little awkward, because we're just we're just awkward, awkward beans. <laughs> Before we head off. Uh, yep. Yeah, so we we go to the chop shop, and like the name is really fucking shady. Botches isn't quite sure about it. But, I mean, the hot grease monkey elf owner, Bane, sounds promising. Yep. So we're good. It's all good. (laughs) Uh, he ends up agreeing to come back to the port and check out Miss Lily, which he says looks pretty damn bad. And so he proposes kind of a you scratch my back, I scratch yours deal. So, for him, we agree to go investigate an abandoned ship floating by an asteroid belt nearby and hopefully grab some power cells from the wreckage for Bane and in return, he will fix our ship. 
So we talk it out. Eh. Spoilers? What? Spoilers? I'm glad we didn't. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> I'll wait till that episode to say it. <laughs> uh, it would be a. Uh... Going to get these power cells for Bane would be really risky with the condition that Miss Lily is in right now, but we really need the repairs. Like, it's kind of dire, and we basically have zero monies at this point. So while we're doing that, Nora goes to... Got 150 gold <laughs> total for all yeah, of us. Yeah, and he wanted, like, a lot. Like, it would be an expensive fix. Uh, so we ended up splitting. Nora goes to the bar she was looking for and finds the strongest drink and some interesting new information about this mysterious dominion. And we all get back together after finding out that we're gonna need to do a favor for Bane and that we're gonna maybe have to watch out for the dominion. And it's a lot of money if we want to, like, turn in this wanted Dominion character or whatever it is. And so we get back together and agree, after everything that happened, that we need to find some health potions. So we go to find Mr. B. Yeah, there's a potion shop run by a guy named Mr. B. And he tries to swindle us, but Botches and Nora give him the shakedown. And are able to get a pretty good price on three slightly murky, but promising health potions. Question mark. Question mark. I don't know. Have we drank in any of them yet? I don't think we have. Oh, no. boy. I don't even think we got them back. <laughs> yeah, we did. You guys got everything back. It's oh, okay. That's fine. <laughs> Mr. B is actually named Mr. Beans. And his brother's name is Frank. The whole way we got... Sorry, I just... I remember this and I had to add it. Uh, the way we got such a good price on the potions is because we said, Oh, well, there's this, this other shop guy that moved in. And his name is Frank. And he sells very good potions at a very good price. And Mr. Beans was like, God damn it, Frank! Because Frank is, is a brother to Beans. Frank and, and Beans. Yeah, they are uh, they are our brother. They are twin brothers named Frank and Beans. Uh, Frank being the first one being born, and uh, Beans being the second, and hating it because he said that his parents were trying to be funny, and he was born second, so it really wasn't fair to him. Uh, him and his brother do not have a good relationship, and they may meet Frank later on in the <coughs> podcast. Continue. Mmm, let's see. Oh, uh, the only thing I have left to say is that Nora was holding her liquor quite well up until now, because she ordered the strongest drink at that fucking bar she found. But then we start heading back to the ship, and she rolls- No, we were going to head back and see Mr. Frank. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Yeah, we're uh, out in the streets, and she rolls a natural one, and just fucking passes out. So we, <laughs> so we yeah, carry her back. Daythorn and Botches have to <laughs> carry her back onto Miss Lily, because <laughs> she was like, "This is fine. This is fine." Two hours later, this is fine, and then just 
So, I guess on to episode six. <laughs> we take off our shoes. Because we all know the rule about being drunk and passed out with shoes on. Um, and then at some point she wakes up and we get her water and it's all good. And um, we decide to go explore the wreckage on the asteroid on. belt. Uh, what? Nora had a vision oh, in yeah. there somewhere. Oh, that's Cass. Cass, you do that part. <laughs> <laughs> or Dragon, I guess you could do that part. I what? So, Nora, wh- do you want to do it? No, you do it. I don't think, I don't know if it was my part okay. or not. I don't think so. No, you go. Good job, it's guys. your vision. <laughs> yeah, so I had a vision of a valley of flowers. And because I didn't listen to this episode, I'm having to pull some of the stuff out of my butt. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it like, everything is on fire. And I don't know what it meant, but when I woke up and they were all around me, I was like, Hey guys, do you know anything about a valley on fire? And they're like, no? What the fuck? <laughs> Dude, what the fuck, you crazy drunk cat? Yeah, to confirm that, you saw a valley of red flowers <laughs> and a small town and then it changed mm-hmm. to a dead field of flowers and the town destroyed yes yes <clears throat> continue Avon. oh um oh so we go explore the wreckage and we say bye to Sito after Daythorn gives him a little scarf and um, so when they jump out the ship and like try to navigate the asteroid belt, they make a little ganassi sandwich <laughs> and becoming a living ball of yarn. <laughs> um, then we found like uh, when we eventually get to the ship, we found interesting things after we split the party, like cool sciency notes and soil and plants and stuff and dead bodies and dead AI bodies <laughs> cool and solving stuff. cool puzzles and like dead bodies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, fancy breathing apparatuses because our spacesuits only last like two hours out there, where these things would probably last us much longer. <laughs> um, and then after a certain point, we all meet up on the bridge and found the captain's log about what was happening on the ship. Um, after giving it a little power boost of some sort, and uh, we found out the Dominion was attacking it, and then. Oh shit, we turn around and the Dominion's behind us. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> yo. And now, uh, so, on to episode 7, we enter the Dominion. So, yeah, they were behind us, and then we went out black. No, nothing, we don't know what happened. And then we wake up in a magical jail cell, <laughs> and all our stuff is gone. <laughs> so... Weapons, guns, uh, magic things, magic Doritos that were possibly in Daythorn's under is <laughs> gone. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we decided our crew is definitely a crew of action because Daythorn's laying on the ground, Botches is banging on the wall, and uh, Nora's booty up looking under the bed for shit. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, in order to get the guards to talk to us, we tortured ourselves and the guards through four rounds. Four rounds of 99 to 1, 99 bottles of the wall. (laughs) 
Um, and then they talk to us and get them to get their helmets off and we learn a little bit about the Dominion and uh, Nora just asks how hot everybody is. It's, it's all good and it's all fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> eventually we go up and talk to the captain of Dominion, which is uh, Lyra, after seeing like people on the living quarters. And we kind of find out that they were all kind of like trapped in slave trading and whatnot. So it's kind of like a safe haven for them on the Dominion. So they're not as bad as we thought they were in back in episode 5, when we found their <laughs> warrant, or uh, wanted poster. Um, let's see, and then we find out we get a mission to go help them on the planet Euterra, so we can save their babies and kids on the ship. And then we get Sito back, because he wasn't with us. And if we help them, they'll be nice and fix our ship. And we also find out this episode that Nora is looking for her brother that has gone missing. That is episode 7. Cool beans. So episode 8 is basically a day in a life on the Dominion. <laughs> we all decide to go explore the Dominion basically separately. Because we were all put into like our own separate quarters. Um... Botches heads out with Sito and then automatically loses Sito. <laughs> hey now. Uh, Daythorn, no haze, Daythorn is walking around and she is the one who finds Sito. Uh, and she, he's playing hide and seek with some children. And they start, you know, playing hide and seek, and they and the kids find Sito, but they don't find Daythorn, and they just leave her there. Um, and then Nora goes to the medical bay, where she meets the medical person, which I don't think I got her name. Um, and she can't talk. Uh, she speaks only in writing. After that, uh, Bacchus and Nora meet... Millie. Well, Botchus meets Millie first, and then Nora shows up into the kitchen because, you know, girl like to drink. <laughs> um, and they, we cons <laughs> we basically plot to kidnap Millie. <laughs> as the D&D crew, not as the characters. Oh, uh, I think the characters um, did too, so. Yeah, you're, you're right, you're right. Um, yeah. And then Millie asked if Botchus and Nora would go um, take snacks to a classroom. Uh, when we get there, oh, God. one of Nora's old teachers, Catelyn, uh, is like, OMG, it's you, Princess Nora. And she's like, OMG, hey girl, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> we find out that Catelyn took a job that was actually just selling her into slavery. Um, we also find out that Botchus isn't good with children. Uh, He's basically a Catelyn child. Catelyn also asks that's, Nora... That's where we meet the boys. Yes, I'm getting there. Uh, Catelyn also asks Nora if Botchus is her boyfriend, and Nora blushes deeply and, ref and says no, because... You know, her father wouldn't allow that, but Catelyn also points out the fact that her father wouldn't want her being, like, exploring space. 
Um, <laughs> while all of that is happening, Botchus is dealing with children who are asking him questions about his leg. And he tells them that it's a secret story. <laughs> and then we also have three of the lawful stupid boys in the classroom. One of them is Kristoff Shindu, who kicks Botchus in the leg for not giving him what he wanted. And the other two are Atlas and Rowan, who are more well-behaved than Kristoff. Uh, obviously. Atlas was the well-behaved one. Atlas wanted to be picked up by Botchus. Uh, and Rowan was the one that was trying to steal snacks from the basket. Right, but when Botchus told them to sit down, the other two listened. Oh, Cretans. And Kristoff did not. Uh, he did after he kicked him. Well, <laughs> yes, but... And then Botchus stuck his tongue out at a child, and Nora's like, WTF, mate? <laughs> and then we went to find Daythorn and Sita... Well... Daythorn and Sito went to the library. Sorry, I'm listening. There's a lot of shit that happened in this episode. Um, and then Daythorn went to find Nora and Botchus after meeting the Eric and Asi in the library. And we all run into each other. We're not sure if Daythorn actually needs her glasses or if she's like, uh, if she's Velma blind, where if her glasses fall off her face, she's like, I can't see without my glasses! <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, I'll confirm that now. She does need her glasses. I've decided. Okay, <laughs> okay. So she is Velma blind. Um, and then we get called, I believe, to Captain Lyra's is the last thing that happens. We do. And we continue that episode. in episode nine. We're expendable. <laughs> so we do get called to, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh... We do get called to Captain Lyra's quarters, and we meet with the sexy Captain Lyra, and uh, we end up formulating a plan to uh, go onto the planet of Yotera with her and get toxins from these... Icoon, basically from an Icoon cub, by tranquilizing it and extracting the toxins from his tail to use in a antidote that will be used to help these sick children that Nora found in the sick bay. Uh, it's an incredibly dangerous mission, and Lyra gives us the rundown during this meeting on how we're going to go into the den while the parents are away. It'll be super smooth and easy, in and out, as long as we don't get poked by the business end of the creature's stingers. <laughs> uh, we also learned that the Dominion is fucking awesome, and has a lot of features that Botches' ship does not. Uh, we meet Taryn. That's true. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> We meet uh, Taryn and Nina. Taryn is a solid 6.57 out of 10 on the hotness scale. <laughs> it's just been a ongoing joke. It's a 6.5 or 7, but it ended up as a 6.57 out of 10. No rounding up on the hotness scale allowed. 
during this time, the others suggest the boxes get rid of his ship and get a newer model in which he reveals that the Liliana was actually gifted to him by his guardians. So that's kind of a little, little Easter egg for Bachaball and all that. Um, so, uh, yeah, we suit up and Sito stays behind since he's injured as our group heads to the planet with Lyra. On the way, Lyra asks a little bit about Sito and Botch just tells her that our super, super sweet boyo was in the possession of the Sanctum. Uh, he doesn't really know a lot about him, but all he knows is that they were going to either shut him down or destroy him or do something really bad. So he stole him and basically rescued him. So, um, yeah, after a little feely good conversation, we land on Yoterra and we head out to complete our mission. We hone in on the burrow and stealth our way there and then head into the tunnel of the burrow. Um, Daythorn casts alarm on the entrance just in case, like a mental alarm, which ends up being really, really good, even though Lyra and the crew of the Dominion have been watching this burrow and like schedule like like figuring out when the parents are gone and like getting food and coming back the alarm is very good because we get inside the den and the baby ain't fucking there <laughs> and then the, yeah. the parent icons come back <laughs> and trip the alarm as we're in there looking in the nest like Hmm, the baby ain't here. What is this? And then we just hear this ungodly screeching in anger as these parent icons come into the den. And that kind of traps us in the burrow with no escape as these fucking pissed off parents are like, What the fuck? <laughs> so that's, that. I mean, <laughs> that's episode nine. We're in a tough place. So, episode 10 starts out intense as fuck as we're hiding in this burrow <laughs> as the Icoon parents sniff us out like crazy people. And... Uh, <laughs> people. They're animals. Like animals. <laughs> like animals. Um, eventually, they leave... And we search the burrow for clues. And as we are searching the burrow for clues, uh, Daythorn finds, like, a part of this patch that seems familiar to her and everybody else, but they don't know. And Nora's like, oh, hey, I think it's a part of this symbol. And she draws it in the sand or whatever is on this place. Is it sand? It's sand. It's, it's yeah. kind of like a really sand. fine dirt. Okay, dirt sand. Got it. Uh, <laughs> and it happens to be the Fang Brotherhood. And they may have been there and took the bebe. So we talk to uh, Sito and Martel up in the station. And I'm like, what the fuck, you guys? You said this baby was here. 
and they're like, yeah, it was last week. And we're like, well, that was last week. This is a new fucking week. Where's the goddamn baby? So... <laughs> Uh, just, just for note, but... Martell is the co-captain of the Dominion. Yes, co-captain. Very sexy. Very, Very sexy. sexy. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Might, might be a love interest <laughs> for what somebody later. Um. So Martell's like, yo, dog, there's some, like, signatures to the south. And we're like, oh, okay. What are they? And he goes, fuck, I don't know. I'm not on planet. I'm like, okay, listen, ho. Um, you have all this technology and you can't tell me what's to the fucking south? And he's like, no, I cannot. I was like, okay, does it seem like it would be an Icoon parrot? And he's like, nah, there's more more readings than just the two Icoon parrots. So we're like, okay, that's probably the Fang Brotherhood. Let's go check it out. So, we go check it out, and we're like, okay, there's like 12 of them, and we're like, we could take 12, but we're like, well, let's not get carried away. <laughs> and right. we decide we're going to make a distraction, and I use thaumaturgy to make a roaring sound far away, and some of them fall for it, and they go, and then we start sneaking in. Lyra and I have really good roles. Botchus and fucking Daythor, on the other hand, decide that this was the episode <laughs> that they were going to roll single digits the whole time. So. It's our bonding <laughs> moment. Leave us alone. <laughs> so, they are like, herp-de-derp-de-derp, oh shit, this guy saw us, and now they're being captured. <laughs> and the, the, the drow dude is like, yo, do you have anybody else with you? And Botchus lies badly and says no we don't have friends and he's like listen fucker uh i know you do and if your friends don't come out i'm gonna shoot you in the fucking head and that's where the episode in that 20 (laughs) yes and that is when the episode ended and we are on to episode 11 episode 11 a third choice which is me and i almost died (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was readying myself to become a part of the K-Squad. But thankfully, Lyra stands up and reveals herself, along with Nora. So we have a a nice little heart-to-heart chat with the bandits and their drow leader. Uh, we try to come to an ap- agreement with the group, and that doesn't work super well. Pashas tries to tell them that they'll basically regret it if the the three of them and Lyra don't make it out because the Dominion's right outside the atmosphere, like, ready to fire and you guys are gonna eat fucking laser bullets or whatever the Dominion fires. I don't know, but it's really fucking big and scary. And so I roll a intimidation check and it doesn't work very well. I think it's like a a six. I don't know. It's really bad. Those single <laughs> digits wrong. That's, that's for sure. Yeah, so during that, uh, one of the bandits recognizes Nora as the famous runaway princess with a lot of money on her head. And the thieves do decide to make a deal after realizing this that we can have the Aikun now. They're gonna give us this cub 
as long as Nora goes quietly with them because they can get a lot more money from this runaway princess than they can from the icon that is be that was uh told to be gotten from their employer. Nora readily agrees with this plan, and the rest of the crew, me and Daythorn and Lyra, do not. Lyra offers herself as the captain of the Dominion in her stead, also having a bounty on her head. Which was really dumb. Yeah, no. <laughs> and uh, so they both get tied up because the drow's like, well, hey, two fucking bounties, that's cool. So they have a little heart-to-heart chat about trusting people. Nora doesn't trust people. Lyra doesn't trust people. Um... Daythorn and so they won't trust people yeah, together. Yeah, so they're basically together, not trusting nobody and taking no shit. And Daythorn <laughs> and Boshes are tied up in a separate tent under heavy guard, and they're we're trying to escape. Uh, we try to get some more information out of the Drow when he comes in. Uh, he name drops Mikaboshi as their employer. Mikaboshi was the one who sent them to get the Icoon stone from the head because the the Icoons are like they look kind of like a big like giant chinchillas and then they have this big scorpion tail with the toxins. In their forehead there's like a, a stone looking thing that's attached to the skull which really doesn't have any prevalence as far as they know, but Mikaboshi specifically wanted the stone, which we never were able to explore that. But I'm super interested in, like, what kind of power was in the stone? Or, like, why the fuck did this mysterious employer want the stone? But anyways, um, like, this is all happening. And the Icoon parents come to our rescue, kind of. They tear through the camp looking for their baby. And fuck us up really bad. Yep. But it yep. helps us wiggle out of the tight situation. So we're able to grab our effects and just fucking jet and grab the baby. Um, three members. Yeah. Yeah. Three members of the Dominion, like, come down and help us get on the ship. They're in these big heavy suits. We don't know who they are. Ends up being Martel, Nina, and Sito. And Sito grabs the baby and, like, later on we're like, Sito, what the fuck? You're injured. You're not supposed to do this. And he's like, but I was bored and I wanted to save you. <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, so we, like, everything was going to shit. And people are firing off spells. And the drow's shooting people. And the icons are roaring. And they're trying to attack people and get their baby back. And we're just running like, oh my god, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so we just shoot a trank into the baby, grab it, and run. We get the toxins from the cub while we're on the ship. Like, it's a little, uh, basically, like a little getaway ship that the three of them brought down. We trank the cub, get the toxins, go back and land. Like, we just get away from the bandits. We're able to escape while all this chaos is going on. Get the toxins, and we return to the nest. And we are able to escape with our 
surprise. And that's episode 11. Okay. Uh, episode 12 is so far my worst notes yet about what happens. However, this is called Ships <laughs> Happen. Uh, so, basically, Bara, Botches and Nora, I guess Bara, I, I was right with that name. <laughs> oh. Um, get some alone time and they kiss. Oh, that was great. Sito yeah. um, is scared about everyone going out to missions and he doesn't like it. Uh, Daythorn helps Martel to the the um, medical bay because he don't look so good because he got stung in the last episode. They all get to rest for the night. Holy shit, when was the last time we had a proper rest? Um, we all have breakfast with Grandma Melly, and it's decided we are taking her. <laughs> uh, Nora and Botches go to the greenhouse on an errand for Grandma Melly to, so she can make stew for the night or chili or whatever it was. Um, Sito goes to the library and Death Daythorn brings uh, breakfast for Martel and asks about Mich Mikaboshi and uh, deciding to make it a game uh, between uh, between uh, Martel and Sito uh, to see who could find more information about Mikaboshi first. Daythorn runs over to Sito and she's like, hey, look this up. And then Sito breaks. <laughs> and he's like screaming and Daythorn's like, oh, fuck. And on their way back from the greenhouse, um, Botches and Nora are like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and Botches turns off Sito and they take Sito to um, Lyra's cabin. That's, a, that's, that's all the notes I have for this episode. <laughs> oh, man, that was 12? Yep. Yeah. That was okay, 12. Okay, well, I'm back with episode <laughs> 13. <laughs> And that's called Lost Time. Uh, Sito is out of commission. Um, he was turned off by botches. He knew how to get the turn off switch on the back of his neck in case, like, Sito had told him in any emergency, like, this is what you do. And Bajas did it, but he doesn't really, like, he doesn't know much about it. Um, but after a while, Sito is booted up successfully by Martel, but the built-in failsafe, or whatever it was, had started to erase his memories, starting from the most recent. So he didn't remember anything from the Dominion, or from Yotera, or the time spent on Croth, even. In fact, the last thing he remembered was escaping from Commander Gabriel. Uh, he lost a lot of time because before he was shut down, this, this failsafe or whatever it was started completely erasing all of his memories. Wow. Martel is able to get- It was like two days worth, right? Three days. Three days. We did a lot of shit. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, Martel is able to get him started successfully, but he also suggests that we should take Sito to someone more specialized who usually works on him, which would require us going back to Thibis, where it all began. Uh, Lance, during this episode, fucking makes me and Dragon take off our headphones while he reveals some super in secret information to Daythorn. 
about her bonds and that she actually had encountered the same doctor in the wastes that Botchus knows and takes his leg and Sito too consistently. Tabaki. Well, uh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, I know. I went back and listened. I was like, oh my god, I totally forgot all this like Daythorn super secret intel shit. Uh, she is. <laughs> That's good. I love making you guys well, take off your headphones. I hate it. I hate it. Unless I get to keep mine on. Hey, it's great. <laughs> so, uh, back to the Dominion. Like we're sitting, waiting for news on Sito at the little bar. Like it's not really a bar. It's like in the kitchen. But we get a bottle of alcohol and we're taking shots. Uh, Daythorn reveals that she actually worked for the Bry Sanctum in the science division. Because that would help us if we're going back to Thibis and if we want to uh, get around in the upper circles or like the higher class areas that would help. Um, so this puts like a big ass wedge between Nora and Daythorn. Uh... <laughs> Yep. Yeah, no, yep. I mean, we've been dealing with this. We're, we're still dealing with this after episode 19. Uh, during this, Nora leaves the leaves us to think about uh, all the new information that's come to light. Because Daythorn slapped down her, her access card, basically her ID card that says that she worked for the Bryce Sanctum Division Level 1. It has a picture of her, it has all the legitimate details, but basically, like, she's been a part of the sanctum that we've been fighting against and running from all along. So that's kind of a big hit to Nora, and she ends up going off. Um, she's really concerned that DT is a spy. But also, like, revealing this information, the clearance she has could be super useful for getting around the higher areas of Thibus. So... Yeah. Um... That, that whole thing's been super, super awkward for the last, uh... What is this? What am I doing? 13 right now? The last seven episodes. Uh... Sito's <laughs> yep. reset... has been really interesting because Martell talks with Daythorn a little bit in this episode as well and reveals that like he looked up some information about Mikaboshi and it's interesting because there's no information no matter how much digging he does on anyone with this name or any association with the term Mikaboshi the trail is almost, it's almost too clean. Like all information has been deleted or it's behind a wall. Other than that, Martell invites Daythorn on a steamy slash awkward date <laughs> that she has no idea. She doesn't know it's a date. That it's a date. Exactly. <laughs> Not a date. But she enjoys his company. So I mean, you know, <laughs> whatever you want to do. That's fine. Uh, let's see. Botches and Nora 
they also have a uh, small little moment and agree that they're ready to keep heading towards the future together and with their crew in their adventures. That's episode 13. Okie dokie. So episode 14 um, starts off with Botchus and Nora still sitting there kind of talking. And I think at that point Nora was like, hey, we could just leave her here. And Botchus told her no. <laughs> which didn't make Nora that happy, but whatever. Um, and then, uh, we're getting ready to leave, and we decide that we should, like, talk to some people. So basically, we have another episode where it's like, a day on the Dominion. Um. <laughs> this guy spent too damn long so, on the Dominion, let me tell you what. <laughs> it's cool. We no, no. did. And we did all kind of All kind of runs <laughs> together at some point. Um, we're about to leave. Nora talks to well we both we both talk to Lyra, um, Botchus and Nora. And I'm like, yo, have you heard anything about my bro? And she's like, nah, and she gives Botchus a communicator so that we can talk back and forth whenever. Um, and then Botchus and I are like, fuck it, we have some frustrations. Let's go to the training room where we fight Gabriel on a building, and Gabriel uh, Sparta kicks Botchus <laughs> off the building. No! And then Nora kills Gabriel, and the simulation is over, and Botchus didn't actually fall that far, and she tells Botchus that if he ever falls off a roof off a building again, she'll kill him. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and then we leave to go to Thibis to get Sito fixed, and Nora doesn't like it, but hey, here we go. Is that is that your episode fourteen? Yeah, oh my god! Did I miss something? I drag on so long. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I'm sober. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you too. <laughs> All right, episode fifteen, the waste. So I got booted off a building. Uh, I'm still so salty about that. Uh. We head back to Thibis. <laughs> we head back to Thibis <laughs> to get Sito looked at and just to get some business done. We have a lot of things like snowballing and kind of building up. Uh, the wastes are Botchus's home and the most undeveloped part of Thibis. They have thick residential areas, dusty, uneven streets, really smoggy air. It's kind of kind of the slums, basically. Daythorn is checking out the ship's new energy cell that we, the Dominion, installed, and it's it's kind of sensitive. Um, she's thinking about her past job it because she's looking at the tech that was used to make this experimental cell that was installed in the ship, and. That's the whole reason she left her work, is because her work was stolen by someone else in the Bryce Sanctum Science Department. So she had to leave her job and her manager slash boss everything behind. <laughs> yeah! is also awkwardly asks to hang on to the magic Dorito 
that we basically she didn't yeah like we that. basically forgot about it thus far. But Daythorns, Leda, Daythorns had the the magic Dorito, aka the Lost Ones tech, on her person so far. Um, it's kind of I don't know. It's it's really a symbol of like. Daythorn's goodwill to them if she hands it over for him to keep a hold of to ease Nora's suspicions a bit. Um, but also, like, I didn't mention this in the episode, but it also is kind of to keep her from running off on her own because all of them have a tendency to do that. Like, if he's hanging on to this really important tech, uh, maybe Daythorn won't just be like, I thought of something really important I could do and just go off alone and it'll be really dangerous and shit. Like, I don't know, he kind of views them as a little <laughs> family. Like, maybe that's kind of Sito getting into his head. I don't know. It's all real. No. Yeah. I don't know. But yes, he's he just gotten said really attached to this point everyone. that he views them as his family, so let's do that. <sighs> I'm getting to the emotional part of the drunkness. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, we land planet side after all this, and Daythorn's there, and she's kind of having a moment. She sits with Sito for a bit and tells him that, like, this is some of the technology that I worked on in my job, and, uh, so, like, all this little emotional stuff happens. Um, towards the end, we land planet side, and we head to Emmett's garage to get Miss Lily fixed. Uh, it's revealed that Emmett <laughs> botches his nemesis that we've been talking about for the last, you know, 13 episodes or so is actually a small child mechanic named Emmett who he knows his stuff is not, his, not boyfriend. his boyfriend that every single <laughs> character from Botches' past that he's mentioned, Nora's like, is it your boyfriend? Listen, he dropped a hint earlier on that he had a boyfriend and he's not telling her who it is, so she has to guess. So she was like, oh, maybe it's this Emmett he's dude. Just not knowing that he was like a 12-year-old child. Awkward. 13. <laughs> I also said it might be Gabriel. I don't know what you did in your past. Maybe you and Gabriel had a thing. Well, if you have all this... Maybe y'all need to talk. Sita <laughs> will have to talk She has poised. You have all this stuff going on. I can she, say that Aurelio is your hot, weird, old... Uncle boyfriend. Uncle boyfriend. Uncle. I don't know. No. Yeah. No. See? See? Gross. See? Listen. She never Listen. said that she had a relationship like that with him. She yeah, and neither did I. With, him, with Emmett. Yeah, she, she was. She said that he was like family to with her. him. All right, yeah. let's, let's continue. Uh, so you guys land in Emmett's garage, who happens to be a 12-year-old boy, and not Botches' boyfriend. She just needs to sit, that's him, sit him down in her oh, blanket fort, and we're gonna talk, because he's not, he's just awkward, like, he doesn't know how to approach it, but it's fine, he'll tell you, okay, but he'll let you Botches. meet him, whatever. Botches, go. Uh, yeah, we get to Emmett's garage. He's a little shit. Um. Oh yeah, we explained the concept of yeeting to Dragon because she's never heard of yeet. 
dead now. She I'm was an old woman. <laughs> I'm fucking older than you. There's no excuse. So to get some money for repairs and for some other supplies and stuff, Daythorn hits up her sugar mama for some chits. <laughs> she's not actually, she's not. For my chits, <laughs> she... I, I asked Fee for my chits. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> because that's where my she's money is. She's not a sugar is. mama. Um, <laughs> Daythorn is Doctor... your sugar mama. Not yeah, Dr. Fee. Quinn, not who Dr. we'll be talking yeah. about later. They're, they're, from, they're from Daythorn's salary, but since... Daythorn kind of had to disappear. She's been keeping uh, a hold on to them, right? Like, she kind of controls her money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah. Kaz is super drunk uh, at this point. I'm sorry. Shut up. Oh, this was a bad this idea. I'm super idea. into the MILF. I'm not actually that drunk anymore. I'm just really weird. Such lies. I, I, I don't know if Fee, if people are interested in Fee as a MILF, like, I don't mind. I think that's pretty neat. <laughs> that's Fee pretty awesome. neat. I can see your, I can see anybody's attraction to her. I like Fee. She's lie. very cute. Yeah. <laughs> I play Fee and I'm, a, I'm attracted to her, so maybe that just tells me something about myself. But anyway, continue. <laughs> she just looks like she gives good cuddles, okay? She does. Uh, we have several episodes still to get We haven't even met her yet. Keep going. Uh, yeah, so you guys, it's not like all three of us, but Daythorn and Nora, mainly Nora, dressed down to fit in more in the waist because we're gonna be walking around in Botches' homeland and Nora looks like a fucking uh, RP, royal princess. So, yeah, in the lower level, the wastes, the majority of the population is uh, tieflings, dragonborns, half orcs, etc. So, that's kind of interesting to note. And we start heading toward Baki's shop. And that's the end of episode 13. You're welcome. 15. 15. Right? 15? Oh, shit. 15. <laughs> yeah, because I'm 15. <laughs> that's the end bitch. of episode 15. You're welcome. <laughs> Cut all that out. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Cas out. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, so before I begin the thing of episode 16, uh, I'd like to say RP stands for Runaway Princess and not Real Princess. Oh, yeah, at that's least right. From not Royal, point royal of view. Princess. I guess all princesses are royal, right? Yeah. Maybe. What is wrong with you, Cass? Royal princess, runaway, runaway yeah, princess, real princess. princess. So there's, like, there's a lot of Regina princess. princess. Rogue princess. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a whole lot of <laughs> meanings to R for Jesus. <laughs> RP's <laughs> name. <laughs> okay. Uh, so episode uh, 16, Cursed. Uh, so we last episode we take Miss Lily to Emmett. Uh, we head to, to Baki's office, and, and Daythorn's just like, Hey, I know that place! And Botches is like, You do? He's like, Yeah. Uh, so we go inside, and we find a robo-dog uh, called Mr. Barkin Barkington. The third. And we find out Sito's really powerful, and we break <laughs> the dog. 
after we opposed <laughs> the dog. It was really sad. <laughs> um, so when Tabaki comes in with uh, Marone, it's like, well, you broke my dog. This is great. And we go back to the back office, and <laughs> uh, which is a real doctor office because the front of the office is actually like a weird storefront with a bunch <laughs> of shit in front. Nobody knows. Yep. <laughs> um, and Nora picks up a book to maybe steal or to maybe have bought later. Who knows? Um, so we get Sito looked at um, and we power him down so he doesn't hear the words uh, that Daythorn says. Or Daythorn doesn't even say it. She writes it down um, and explains the whole situation of what happened to make Sito break down and lose his memories and whatnot. So it's like, hey, this Miki Mika Boshi guy. And he tells them, like, oh, hey, there's this guy that people talk about around here sometimes. So we should really check that shit out at some point. <laughs> um, and then uh, Botches suggests that the girls go shopping while he gets taken care of. And Daythorn and Nora go to the Demon's Nest, which is the name of the shop. And it's really awkward. It's so it's really awkward. So awkward. You can touch cut the tension with a knife is basically what we called it um and then we meet Stefan Stephen Stefan <laughs> I'm trying to read my notes I'm like I don't know um and Nora stole his chip but he suggests this really neat outfit before she stole his chip and it's okay uh and they're going clothes shopping for going up to the middle city of Trine and then Botches goes to a bookstore and finds out that a royal advisor has been arrested. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> we did decide that, that Stefan was a uh, fashion barbarian. He was a tiny mm. fashion barbarian. He doesn't like it when you take oh, yeah. his food. Yeah, don't take Stefan's food. And apparently yeah. he's not very uh, accurate with customer food. service because he was yelled at several times during that episode. But a lot, yep. a lot of awkwardness. I think three times. Episode 17. Yep. C continues with the awkwardness. So, we decide we're gonna get clothes. We got the clothes. Um, and, uh... Your sugar mama uh, buys uh, it. Yeah, Daythor <laughs> keeps buying it. She's fucking loaded. Uh, Nora didn't decides that she needs to take the book back. Uh, Botches meets up with us. Uh, Nora's still not talking to Daythorn. Um, Botches was like, hey, I, uh, I went and read a book and whatnot. I was at a library and Nora was a real bitch and was like, oh my god, you can read? Because she's a horrible person and I felt real bad. <laughs> but, hey, but Nora <laughs> didn't. Um, you can't. Well, she, well, she, so she hugged him. She was trying to make up. She's not good with her words. She needs to watch her mouth. Um, we go back to see Sito, and I'm like, hey, here's this book that I stole, and I put it perfectly back. And the guy was like, do you want it? And I'm like, what? He's like, do you want it? And I'm like, well, you said it might be cursed. And he's like, yeah, so? And I'm like, no, no I don't want it. And then Daythorn decides to take it, which I'm just like, whatevs. And um, we get Sa Sito's manual as uh, 
Bacchus and Daythorn look inside Sito, and I'm just in the corner going, nope, 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 because I was in a cargo bay full of dead a AIs, and it was scary. <laughs> um... <laughs> And then we changed clothes, which was also awkward because we were all like, let's get naked together. And then... <laughs> nope. Daythor's been uh, trancing around in her Bry Sanctum clothes this whole time. So, rephrase, yeah. yeah. Nora. Nora has notes. Go into the back room to get naked. Which was a closet. leaves because he's like, oh, I didn't realize that we didn't have separate changing rooms, even though he's basically seen Nora naked anyway. And she changes, and then he changes, and then they're all like, sup. And we all decide to go, in, well, I don't. The rest of us decide to go into Thymus. And I'm just like, I hate this plan, I hate this plan. And Sito's like, but, but, ice cream. And I'm like, but, but, danger. And, yeah. And Sito kind of calls out Nora in that episode and tells her that she can't keep running. Well, guess what, ho? She's gonna I try. Know. And also, the uh, the storefront of Tabaki's shop is also not an actual storefront. He just, as Maroon put it, he's has a hoarder. Too much shit. Uh, <laughs> and so he's more than yeah. willing to give it or sell it, if if need be. Yes. So. Yes. That's my last. I episode. think Maroon. Yeah, Maroon is definitely that. Maroon is definitely willing to give it away. Tabaki will sell it, maybe if he feels like it. If you catch him on a good day, but. Verona's definitely. I'm gonna. Sell, I'm just gonna give this shit away because you don't need this shit. You don't even know what half this shit is. <laughs> yep. All right. Um. Then it's episode eighteen. Yes. Right. Yes. I was like, uh, okay. Episode eighteen. Uh, the group goes to Thibus Cafe. We don't actually have a title for this one because. It doesn't come out? It hasn't come out uh, yet. I think it's going to be called <laughs> uh, this. Coffee with an Extra Shot of Drama. Oh, God. Coffee with an Extra Shot of Drama. <laughs> uh, so the group heads to Thibus Cafe, and they find a poster for Dungum <sighs> Fighters. I keep calling it Dungum Pilots, Dungum robots uh I've, I've named it yeah so i know we have things. and it is confirmed in, in out of podcast dungum fighters dungum fighters and uh the group basically makes nora promise that we'll go check that out after we deal with this coffee shop business bunch of dicks <laughs> um so then they go to the cafe and have coffee and sandwiches with Dr. Quinn, who is uh, Daythorn's really like hyper active and kind adoptive mother figure, and she's a really awesome Ergonasi who is apparently a milf to like everyone that we know now. <laughs> just botches. Um, He's the one that stopped recording just because botches. he was trying to type out milf in Discord. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Don't call me out. She's cute. <laughs> Blame Abon. Um, so they kind of like make small talk and they eventually bring up the chip and uh, botches, botches their bow, touches the chip and uh, he kind of like passes out. And dur like kind of before that, during that, not entirely sure how time works in this situation. 
but he like sees a vision where he he has the vision where Daythorn saw the elf um, putting the chip in, and then he sees the vision uh, where Nora sees the field of flowers and fire, and then he sees uh, a dream that he's had for a very long time. Um, or actually, I got that order mixed up, but whatever. He sees a dream where he's seen it for a very long time. And, but instead of how it usually happens and it blowing up, it becomes, uh, he's actually talking to the guy uh, in the dream, which I believe is his adopted father, father yes, Reese. Adopted father figure, Reese. And they talk. And, and then at some point, the vision then switches to a library with a really neat book with a circle and three circles inside it. And then it blows up. And then he wakes up after uh, Nora slaps him awake. <laughs> they didn't slap him. Just shook him violently. Uh, you shook him violently. Um, I was worried. And we also learned this episode where everyone kind of like pries into <sighs> Daythorn's past, which is really hard for her to like open up about. Uh, but we do find out her hometown blew up, and uh, they weren't able to find out too much information about the chip from Doctor Quinn. But she might be able to get them some information in a day or two's time. Let me look at my other notes for that. Um, and then they also find out that Daythor needs to return back to her home planet for information about a mysterious letter from her dead mother and then they leave when some Bryson comes soldiers show up um, and Dr. Quinn distracts them as they all head out oh and then um, Dr. Quinn also found some notes that Gabriel had wrote about a group with Princess Nora so they should not return back to Daythorn's apartment. That's it. I think that's it. <laughs> cool Beans, episode 19, which we just recorded. Woo! So, things are still Woo! awkward between Nora and Daythorn. Nora's still being a bitch. But hey, we still love her. Anyway, so, episode 19, we go and see the fucking movie that Nora decided that, yeah, whatever. Nora falls asleep, everybody else is like, that's so cool! And then, it was awesome. we decide to try and get information from the guards. We are like, oh hey, we're gonna sneak over. Well, fuck, they saw our, uh, us, and they're like, well, what the fuck you doing? Botchus and Nora, we both rolled natural 20s to be dis- <laughs> to do a deception and Botchus grabs Nora and is holding her close and she's like ooh and he's like please don't have sex in the streets and we're like uh uh <laughs> not what we were gonna do but okay <laughs> I don't know what kinky shit you're up to but okay and uh then we decided okay fuck that and we go back and we're all like okay this is the information that we're trying to find out and Botchus is like oh yeah I have the skin of this article and I'm like what the fuck and I'm like okay fuck this we gotta go back we gotta go back we gotta go back so we go back to the waste 
because the information that Bosch's has wasn't enough, and I go into the bookstore, and he's like, it's back there, and I'm like, fuck, okay. So I, I find the article, and I'm like, how much? And he's like, uh, three gold, and I'm like, sure! Threw down, throw down three gold, and he's like, cool, I just got three gold, awesome. Should have asked her for more, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Confirmed. Um, <laughs> La, 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 la. So I go outside. I'm like, guys, 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 guys. Just like that. Um, Aurelio has been taken, and it's my fault. And they're like, what the? F Who the fuck is yeah, that? Yeah, Daythorn was like, Who the fuck is Aurelio? Forgetting that you know he she wasn't there in the conversation when I was talking to Botches about Aurelio because <laughs> it was during that time that she found out that Daythorn was a part of the Bryce Sanctum and the Bryce Sanctum is bad and Nora thinks that Daythorn is a spy and she breathe, was like, here, dragon. Bodges, let me tell you about shit. <laughs> Take a breath. I don't need to breathe. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? I had to scoo I had to scale back to other episodes so that I could explain that part. <sighs> anyway, so uh, Daythorn uses Dougal to be like, okay, but couldn't this be a different royal advisor? And I'm like, how many royal advisors are helping princesses run away from marriages? And what is wrong with this planet if that is happening? And you guys are like, oh, true. Um, <laughs> Daythorn <Facts>. shows... <laughs> Daythorn shows Nora, um, the article, and Nora's like, okay, 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 we're not leaving this planet until we get Aurelio. And then we find out that Aurelio isn't even on planet, He's off being held on a different off-the-site planet, but they still need information on where that is and how to get him the fuck out because she's not leaving her uncle in prison. So we go to Botches' other boyfriend. What the fuck? Yes, we go to Botches' boyfriend's Man. house, uh, who is a tabaxi fighter guy who's going to teach Nora how to play... Sporty ball. Fate ball. Oh, fate ball. Fate ball. Fate ball. ball. And uh, she's like, that's awesome. That's awesome. And we decide to build a pillow fort <laughs> in the living room, which I don't know why Nora agreed to this. Probably just because Dragon was like, yeah, pillow fort. Nora wouldn't have agreed to this, but whatever. And that's where we stop the episode with pillow fort. And then next episode, hopefully, we'll have a plan on how to save Aurelio. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> At the end of that, also, uh, Liza and Botch says, roommate, not boyfriend, who plays fate ball, uh, not sporty ball. If you call it sporty ball, he will hit at you. Uh, told you that he has some information to talk to you guys about when he gets back from practice that night. And it has to do with Gabriel. Botch's other boyfriend. What? I'm gonna come out yeah. there 36 hours and bitch slap you. <laughs> you know what? If you did that, at least you would still be here and I'd be like, okay, bitch slap, but now let's go get Chinese food. Oh. Oh. Chinese. <laughs> bitch slap and Chinese food. And so that was a very rough recap of episodes 1 through 19. Woo! If you want the actual story, different? please go back and listen when it is uh, convenient to your schedule. But we do have really awesome music and sound effects uh, made by Zach Shepard and uh, me digging on the internet and being creative and stuff. But... Uh, we really appreciate everybody who has followed along with us so far. If you 
haven't and you listened to episode 20, we really hope that you follow along with us after this episode. Uh, we got some really cool stuff planned. Along with a one-shot of the K-Squad, which should be really fun. Uh, and with that, that is the end of the episode. Avon, do you want to go ahead and do a roll for humanity? Yeah, I'm kind of drunk right now, so this will be really short. (laughs) Uh, So roll for humanity, we are doing uh, glisten, G-L-S-E-N, uh, dot org which is an organization that supports our LGBTQ fr- students um, and it's really awesome and really helpful and we, we should all do it because a couple of us are works with children and really close to our hearts and shit so I'm going to roll the dice this time and that is a natural 13 so it could be thirteen dollars as much better yes, than the last one. Yes, it is. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Yay! But again, we thank you all for joining us on our recap episode, and we'll see you later, Space Cadets. <laughs>